All right. So, in this very new podcast, Old Girl Talk, with my with my girlfriend JoJo Joanne. <laughs> Welcome to the Chunky Chula podcast. I'm like beyond. Ex- oh, oh my god, fucking excited. <laughs> Just to hear your voice, guys, you don't understand. I've known I this. Know. <laughs> I've known you since I was like seven years old. Back then, we were the cheetah girls. We were <laughs> going to church, our little sleepovers. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh my God. So, how have you been? How's life? Life is good. I don't know. Quarantine got me on my focus grind. I do have moments of anxiety, of course, but like overall, it's been good. Life has been good. And like, honestly, this last bit of my journey, like, I can't even say last bit because I'm still young and I'm still trying to figure yeah, out what okay. anyway, but um, right now I feel like I'm on this journey and this path of really identifying my belief system. And right now I already know that, that I'm on the right path. Like, I'm on the right path right now. Yeah, and I also know that since, you know, coronavirus has left a lot of people unemployed and eventually with everything everything reopening up soon, I know that you are helping others to fix their resume. So, yeah, I so, am, you know, shout out, shout out your IG page. Yes. You know, you if you guys have an opportunity, just go ahead and follow on Real Support NYC. You'll see other links that goes to Resume Build, The Collective, as well as travel on the plate. I do a little bit of a lot. <laughs> um, so I do a lot of consulting, financial advisement, career advisement, and like honestly, just life skills. I feel like a lot of people just need that little push. And the people I work with are people that are already self-motivated. They just need a little extra push in the right direction, honestly. So, you know, just follow me, Real Support NYC. Yes, guys, please, like if, if- you know, if it's not for you, for a friend, for a family, anybody, you know, let's all uplift each other, help each other grow and, you know, open different doors for everybody. Yeah, absolutely. So, so just a little background of our story. I met you when I was seven years old and it was at church. Yes. A Christian church. Yeah, a Christian church. And, and you are actually the pastor's daughter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> how was that I always wondered how was that for you um being a pastor's daughter to be honest like starting as a child if I go all the way back it was not easy I had my own personality I would be in a corner with a notebook pen a mm-hmm. book and like I'd be in my own little corner listening to something or people would think that I was not really paying attention to my father when he was preaching but I actually was I could play it back and tell people exactly what he was talking about but I was a very, a very much like a child that was had had his own personality, and I just, I don't know, I just didn't feel like I had to do what everybody else was doing in the moment. And then yeah. I would dress differently. I was very bright colored growing up, middle school, bright colored. I'd wear hats to church. I thought I was Alicia Keys when I was in high school. And like, he's got the dance was a one. <laughs> and you had really good taste in clothes. I always wanted to dress like you when I was little. And I was, <laughs> like, honestly, like, I, I thought, like, life is about being you, right? So I've always had that challenge and that difficulty as a pastor's daughter because I was not allowed to be me. Um, yeah. I, was, 
I was always told that I had to be like Christ, you know, like you have to be like this, you have to be like that. And like an example, example, right. And like, oh, your testimony is important. Oh, we can't let you sing because your testimony is not clear. Like uh, those things would happen a lot. So I was always going through these challenges of like, what exactly am I doing wrong? Um, And I feel like once I hit high school, I was super rebellious. I didn't care about church. I just did me. I was just like, you know what, whatever. I went to parties, I went out. I was um, not drinking, not yet. Um, I think that's that more so happened when I started going to culinary school after co- after graduating from high school, going to college, and then going to culinary school. Because I felt like, you know, so what? Like, I don't see the big deal. Like, I've never, yeah. and I, I, there's a lot of things that right now I don't, We'll touch on it later, but I don't see to be a big deal. Um, yeah. That I feel like um, the church community or society or whatever we want to call it um, tends to make people feel bad about being who they are versus the fact that they are so busy looking into everyone else's lives yeah. and not really checking up on themselves. I think that's the problem. Yeah, I remember my experience was when I became. I remember the specific moment at our church and it was when I was maybe 13, 14 and it was like the MySpace emo, you know, my chemical romance, fallout boy type, you know, everybody was wearing hot topic outfits. So I, I was also going through my first, you know, period, you know, and I wasn't used to that. You know, I wasn't comfortable you know, wearing wearing those uh, I'm sorry, those ugly ass, long ass jean jean skirts. Oh I just God, didn't look good in them. Can we talk about that for a second? Like, first of all, just because <laughs> listen, okay. I I'm I, <laughs> listen, I get so upset. So I always had this thing. Just because I'm wearing something that's actually my size doesn't mean I have to wear things twice my size to make you who are who are not comfortable with your size make you oh, feel you good. Get a butt. You have a butt. That's why. <laughs> like, I'm sorry that you feel bad. Like, if you don't no, like they how... feel uncomfortable because they can't control themselves. Right. And then, oh, you're tempting men. Well, excuse me. Like, if he can't get himself together and he can't keep himself not hard, like, it's right. not my fault. Like, it's having yeah. nothing to do with me. Like, honestly, like, I feel like there's no, there's no reason why a woman should feel limited to being expressive of the way she dresses based off of how somebody else's how somebody else feels yeah so that's that pissed me off and like even today i'm wearing a a sports bra and jeans i hope you're gonna wear a t-shirt like excuse me but like it's hot outside yeah no fuck that i hated those ugly ass skirts i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm wearing jeans i'm wearing pants yeah, so I wanted to wear like boyfriend jeans, like they were a little loose, like baggy jeans a little right. bit, because I had my fucking period and, and that shit is uncomfortable. And having to sit in church like for two, three hours, like on a what was it on two? It was Tuesdays, Thursdays, Saturday mornings, and Sundays. Mm-hmm. Tuesday, that was Thursday, a lot of days. Mornings, yeah, and we were there. I <laughs> was like a full time job. <laughs> job. We didn't even get paid for it. We were just like, hi. Hi, yeah, we're here. Nah, man. Oh, and you're not even talking about the little singing practice or or the little events or you know what killed me though? You know what fucking killed me was that from 11 o'clock at night to 6 in the morning? 
thing. We almost got locked in. We got locked in one time. Remember that? Because yes. right next to it will be like, oh, so the old church used to be in Queens, so right next to it will be like, uh, like a restaurant. So yeah, I, I don't exactly. know. Exactly. And then yeah. was, we almost got locked in because we were on some odd time. 11 p.m. Holy, that was torture. But we will go to the deli. Sometimes. We will go to that deli. <laughs> we will go to that deli and get candy and soda. And then we would hear them say, why you? Y por qué tú estás ahí? ¿Por qué tú estás buscando comida durante la iglesia? Apiétate, tú tienes que orar. Ay, hora de Dios. I know. I'm like, sis, I'm tired. I sis. just came back from school. <laughs> exactly. Like, that was the thing. There was no, re- there was no, um, sensitivity or, or anything mm-hmm. about, like, oh. oh, wait, wait, let me finish the gene story real quick. Hold on. Oh. Before. Shit. <laughs> right. Oh, so, so, yeah, we got, who- totally derailed is those jeans those jean skirts man they're ugly they're so you know one of the little the the head honcho ladies you know the la vieja la vieja si esa Mm -hmm. you know the gray hair lady go ahead yeah the gray hair (laughs) lady so she came up to me and you know we would like kind of like pray in the aisles and i was in the one in the back with mel remember melanie yeah. Oh, and, yes, I remember Melanie. <laughs> and love Mel. A shout out to Mel. Melanie. Um, so anyway, um, she was like, the gray hair lady was like, Oh, you can't be wearing that. That looks ugly. Are you a boy? And I'm like, When Wow. I didn't and you know, know yeah, and then they remember we had a whole fucking church lesson about yeah what you should wear but then it's like your dad brought up the toga thing that people like guys used to wear dresses and now it converted to jeans and whatever and i think your dad was like was saying what's the difference i'm like jesus like was walking with the prostitutes and everybody else didn't give like two two you know whatever they didn't give two shits no yeah so and so that that was very traumatizing for me and also because like i'm i'm weird right i'm a very weird person and my exactly. sense like you know you know how i am like you know how goofy right. i was as a you kid. used to play video games together that's what we like to do we were playing video games and speaking of video games one time i went to one of the the the, the twins house oh. and uh, they have a younger brother and he was cool as fuck nerdy yeah mad cool yeah. I hope he's doing well. And he had Kingdom he had King, he had Kingdom Hearts and it was his birthday. And it was him and this other boy who was an older brother that went to the church. Okay. And we were, we were the same age too, so you know who I'm talking about. The yeah. gray hair is grandson. Yes. So we were oh, no. um chilling in the basement playing Kingdom Hearts and all the girls were upstairs and you were there too. Yeah. And then they called you guys called me upstairs and there was literally three of us just playing video games right and you know i like video games, and i was still a little younger i think i was like 14 and there and then you know the other girl that you know oh yeah the other girl was like you don't say no more with the girls say less <laughs> yeah you don't want to hang out with the girls and i'm like well we're like we're playing video games and then, and then it was like it was kind of like forced upon me to stay there i don't know why maybe because like i already had big ass titties 
when I was younger. Oh my god, yes. Oh god. You were full grown before you were full grown. It was I yeah. didn't even know what's going on, man. Like people were just staring down on me. I was like, what's going on down there? Like what? it was it was so hard to control. Like I felt so embarrassed to have like big big boobs. But that see, this this is what I mean. It is normal for you to have boobs, right? You're a woman. Yeah. And like it's normal for me to dress like a woman because I'm a woman and I feel like dressing like feminine. me feminine like i want to dress like myself so when people t- make you feel uncomfortable for your norm your personal norm that's ridiculous yeah like that's ridiculous seriously you yeah. have to feel uncomfortable that you have breasts really yeah seriously? and i can't control that the fact that i have big titties at like 13 like no you can't and i'm was... from the i'm the itty bitty titty committee so i <laughs> like you got a big booty though <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, like people will assume because I'm Dominican and, and I have big boobs, I would just have like a fat ass. No, it's, it's like ah, I made you look like. <laughs> like right. I didn't want to bless. Called balance, ladies and gentlemen. You don't get yeah. both all the time. Yeah, I was like thinking about getting surgery. I'm like, nah, I can't do that to myself. I had knee surgery, man. The worst oh my God, time of my what? life. I was in a car accident a few years ago, and um, it was like the worst two years of my life, man. Because dealing with stupid boys and and my and my knee, man. Wow. Oh, that sucked. But speaking about stupid ass boys, oh, <laughs> they were like little, they were like little crushes in that church, man. What? And what was it? I, oh yeah, you know what? I'm, oh, <laughs> <laughs> I was one of them. Uh-huh. Yeah, man. I remember one time we had this group, like you know how like Thursdays we would like invite other churches to come in and like right. take over. Mm-hmm. So there was like a young Christian, like little like Hispanic rap singing group. Yes. And, and I remember the guy would like he 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 had like orange hair. Like I know he was Hispanic. I seen like. Dominican gingers before, but I don't know if he was like Dominican, but I don't know. I had a crush on him. He looked fine. (laughs) And then I was sick when I got home, so I thought I was lovesick. Hmm. Mm. Yeah. All right. That was I I never knew his name after that. (laughs) It's like my one long lost love. Nah, let me stop because I don't get my boyfriend to get mad. (laughs) (laughs) No, yeah. I feel like like also that that was something interesting. Like even even dating is really something interesting when it comes to being a Christian in a church. Because mm. it's like, like I had a crush on someone when I was in church, but then like when we were dating, it had to be complete secret. Nobody knew about it. We were like hiding in closets. Yeah, you told each me other about it. And running away. And like, mm-hmm. and so like with that, like it was just unnecessary. Like I feel like it's just unnatural for people to feel so enclosed like that. It's not natural. It's not fair. Yeah. It's not. And I remember it's like you want to have certain people to date. Like, and I feel like that was very like pressured or looked upon when I was dating. It's like, (laughs) yeah, like it had, like you had to, like, they had to be a certain way or from a certain country or have certain beliefs. Right. Like, I've been, even outside of religion, like, I've been. I've been told like, oh, I can't date you because you're black. 
like it's i've been i've been treated that way before and that's always terrible but then it's like when when i'm sure you you know like when there's moments where like being someone who believes in god you might date someone that doesn't and they may just like well i remember when i was not like being intimate and like a person just you know it was cheating on me behind my back because you know i was not doing that and it's just one of those things that 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 causes so much conflict so much um insecurity and like you don't really know if you're even on the like, you're just doing things based off of how people have guided you but you're not really making the choice yourself you know so yeah. i think that's where the confusion lies like you start dating and you're not really knowing where you're going because you're just going off of what people tell you and that's the worst thing you can do to yourself yeah you become miserable truly miserable yeah. it's like you are not living your life everything is like written for you you're doing what you know what's being told to you and it's like and if you do anything anything that you want oh god doesn't like that god doesn't like that you're saying that yeah you you can't be unequally yoked with an unbeliever that's the one that's always used a lot um or you're told that like oh he doesn't go to church or oh like does he believe in god and that's the thing too like i always get annoyed by that question like any anyone and i'm sure there's a lot of people that feel this way where it's like when someone asks you like oh well, you're, you're dating someone oh, okay does he believe in god like what does that have to do if he treats me right exactly does he treat me right like because that starts there because i've dated christian people mm-hmm. that are not good like yeah. they're, they're just bad people mm-hmm. or people that have said that they are believers in god and they just don't treat you right and i think that's the misconception people that love you are gonna love you it doesn't start with the religion it starts from within like that's definitely definitely like my friends they all come from different backgrounds like some of them are atheists some of them are buddhists some of them are christians or catholic and it's like we all get along just fucking fine and we all love each other Mm -hmm. isn't that what god would want you to do it's like that's the other thing or it's like being part of the lgbtq community or being a supporter mm-hmm. wherever you lie it's like oh you shouldn't do that either that's evil right. but it's I like remember, oh, we're, we're trying to love people yeah and i remember like there was a time um this is like the, i think it was a parade last i'm gonna say it was last year or two years ago i wore like the the rainbow headband i was managing that night at my restaurant so I had the rainbow um, headband and then I heard about it later. Like people in the church were like, oh, I think your daughter supports the LBGTQ community. And I'm just kind of like, and I feel that like we need to stop thinking that people don't have the right to make their own decisions. Like that is what God gave us, no? Free will. So yeah. God has given us free will. He's given us freedom to do as you please. So whatever you do, it's your choice. The end result has nothing to do with the human next to you, next door, in another country, in government. It doesn't matter. Like, it just does not matter. Everyone's opinion means nothing if it's a, if it's going to hinder you. If, if people are going to just tear you down because they don't agree with your lifestyle, then they have an issue because they're not busy working on themselves. I always say this all the time. I'm working on my own grass, okay? Mm. Like, people come up into my face and talking about other people, and I'm just kind of like, um, I, didn't, I don't know what you're talking about. I had no idea that that person was 
doing that or someone would come up to me like oh this person is having sex out of marriage and i'm just kind of like okay i to me is i don't care because first of all i don't need to know you shouldn't know ain't nobody's business yeah it's no one's business like whatever you do how intimate you are with someone else if you're doing it before or after marriage is nobody's business. Yeah. My mom, man. Yo, my mom is still on my ass about that. She's like, save yourself for marriage. Save yourself for marriage. Like she she even sends me a text message one time. I had a screenshot of that shit. She <laughs> sent me like a meme like of a lady like having her legs folded, like she's sitting down in the chair. Mm-hmm. And then wait till marriage. She sends me that. And I was like, I'll think about it, but most likely that's not gonna happen. But okay. Right. She's like, like Oh my god right no and it happens and like that's another thing too like i don't think it's right for people to feel like they have the right to tell you how to operate sexually so yeah first of all we're gonna be honest everybody was thinking about this the moment they knew how to kiss okay like the minute you were already like attracted to someone even though you didn't know what what the feelings were or the the tingles were or whatever the tingles i kind of missed that feeling little, <laughs> oh my god what is oh. that? <laughs> oh, and like okay and then then what happens later like middle school was it middle school yes middle school i got curious already i was already reading books i shouldn't be reading at that age i was reading um Oh my god, I think it was Addicted. I can't remember, but it was a book that nobody should be reading. Like uh, the porn stories? Those like, like the... yeah, those erotic books and stuff. I was oh. not supposed to be reading that at that age because it's a little bit, uh, that's really like... Risky. That's more for like 18, 21 year olds. But like, I was just kind of like curious. So I was yeah. already reading books like that, hiding them. And the, the problem I have is that a lot of people just like they never felt nothing like they just never they never ever encountered they never nothing i'm talking about religious people because i feel like anything else like people that are not very religious they they're very open or they tell their kids about like you know this is be aware of this take care of yourself be open to this make, make sure you know like there's parents that guide their children in the right direction when it comes to things sexually or there's parents that are like i made the mistake i don't want you to do this that's fine that's valid I feel like every parent is, is is given that kind of responsibility to like kind of guide their children to the, in the yeah. right direction, right? Oh, okay, great. But the worst thing is is that you you hear, oh, if you have sex, I'm kicking you out. Oh, if you get pregnant, I'm kicking you out. Then you feel no support, no backbone, so that your child's never going to communicate with you. Yeah, you. I wasn't really good with communicating my with my mom when I was younger because it was that pressure. It was that like if I did something wrong, I always heard that that's not good. Um, God doesn't like that, and there was a lot of pressure because I remember I remember you being like absolutely perfect, you know, in church, you know, when like when you were like in middle school, early high school, you know, and like on the other on the other ones that were like your age too, mm-hmm. like you guys were like the supremes. I will say like because oh. <laughs> yeah they will be like it'll be like oh you should be more like that you should be more like her like telling that to a a 10 year old a 13 year old is like that's pressure bro that's insecurity right there like i already felt like shit so it was like wow that's great it wasn't my mom that told me that was the other ladies that told me oh i should be more like that more like you more like whoever and it's like 
making me feel like whoever I was wasn't mm-hmm. good enough. What, how, you know? how old were you then? 10? And I was 15? Like 10, 13, like around there. I remember there was this one Ooh, no, very gossip. Up- I remember this really big thing that, that happened, I think, when you were in high school that everybody in the church wouldn't stop talking about it. This one what? situation. What? Um, I think you like you cut class and I think you had like an accident or something. Oh, see, that's what Bochincha gets. People stupid. They don't even know that I did not cut school. First of all, I went to class. I was in the park about to go to a fashion show for my school and we were playing and we were I think we were in Harlem and my friend wanted to give us piggyback rides. So he was running football style. So when he ran, he tripped and I flew and hit the ground and I was busted in the face and I was swollen and everything. And the first That's thing I said crazy. was, I'm never gonna get a job. Cause I'm thinking about how ugly I look. <laughs> and so By the way, no. she's gorgeous, okay? Thank you. Okay. But, yeah man oh that's what everybody all the little girls you know the little posses were like oh yeah she cut school like she got in trouble like oh or how your dad was really mad at you or you're not showing up to church anymore like it was just like it was like oh yeah i wasn't showing up to church that's what, that's a fact i was a fact i was not showing up to church because i i went through a, a very long time of not really being consistent because I was not being consistently loved. You know what I mean? So like when you're not appreciated or validated, you don't want to be around it. No. So like, I feel that's what happened to me at a very young age. And like, I developed this, like almost like a, a resentment towards the church for a period of time. And it's natural because I felt like, okay, people are constantly judging me. I wear something. If somebody has something to say, I'm wearing something. Ooh, did you press your shirt? Like who cares? Like, why why do you care like i literally would be really upset because somebody always yeah. has something to say or your and, sister too your sister was gorgeous like she is gorgeous too and like she would wear like you guys you guys like had really cute style you guys would wear like these really cute dresses with those yep. ugly or like the really nice blouses with those ugly ass skirts yeah. and like <laughs> because you guys had very you guys have very nice figures, like very toned figures. I'm like, oh, I got something to say for it. Mm-hmm. Compared compared to the other females who did not have that figure, mm-hmm. you know? So it's and like, so, that's the thing too. I'm not personally thinking like, oh, my figure is better than this other person, right? I'm just being a woman that loves and knows who she is and just want to dress as I please. But being conscious of the fact that sometimes people compare themselves to others they may be doing that where they feel insecure about themselves so that they look upon other people and be like oh well she's trying to be provocative and now i'm not just being me mm-hmm. i'm just but how was your relationship with those other girls like the one the ones around like were closer to your age group so my relationship to be honest was very passive like i feel like i love i will love all of them till this day but like i they, i think it's very clear I'm very open and honest about the fact that like we are not close like I think like we are all very vocal and we love each other and we'll text each other here and there we'll check on each other but to be quite frank I know that like we're not close like it's you know what I mean like I can't go to them and be like oh I'm going through this like I can't no, go to absolutely everyone not. no the whole church you know right and that's the other thing too like there's this um sense of like if my friend is falling, I'm gonna have to tell someone so that they can check that person, basically. 
so like so for example like if you did something that's considered a sin you have to tell the pastor so then the pastor is going to tell you to tell everybody so like that's just kind of like something i've never agreed with because i feel like what's your business is your business and um you are going through your path and you're working on your path so like you develop yourself and I think that this path that everyone is on is very separate and different. No one should be telling you or dictating you or controlling you to be something that you're absolutely not. So I feel like God knows exactly what you need. Talk to him. Yeah. Like, I feel that way. Some people will think otherwise. Well, they think that I'm, I'm being rebellious and not submissive, more of a feminist. Like, I've been told all these things. And I just kind of like... I, at this point i'm 29 i don't care like y'all can have y'all opinions but at the end of the day especially the ones that are listening to this podcast i was letting you know i'm an open honest person and i'm yeah. gonna tell you what it is and like it's ridiculous to judge people because of their actions that have nothing to do with you they just want something to talk about that's just what it is but there's only one other person i would say that I would say it's just like kind of like you like very cool very chill she came in later on mm-hmm. in the church and she was like um part of the fam a part of a certain family but like she was so kind and so nice and like literally like it was like a cinderella and the evil twin sisters type of shit like she was cinderella she was so nice and very cool oh ooh. just to see how <laughs> she was being treated by those girls was like in the in the church or by the by the mother the mother was like i don't know i think she she tried to run shit (laughs) well that's interesting too because with that that particular family i feel like they've evolved to better in the sense of like forgiveness love and all of that even their daughters the the ones that you're mentioning those two they have they like I love them so much. Like they they have grown to be such wonderful women. Like I like I'm proud of them. Like I'm I'm proud to see that they've evolved so much and like they're like my babies now. <laughs> like, yeah. like, and and I'm so happy for that. And like it's weird because the person that you're also talking about, I'm not even close to anymore. Like it's interesting what religion does. It changes people. Mm-hmm. Religion just kind of shifts people left and right. And like never seek consistency in a personality because religion shifts people so much. This is why I don't label myself anymore. Um, because a lot of the times religion just shifts people left or right. You're so either what you say your belief is now. So you say you don't have any labels, but what how is your relationship or what do you still believe in? I believe in God and I pray to God and I don't label myself as like a Christian or um the baptist none of that like none of those branches i don't label myself as that because i feel like religion causes division yeah and i think that's what what's happened what has happened to me i've walked down this path so far and i really believe that like god is real there's no doubt about it in my mind but religion causes division and i really believe that like that's just something that makes me very sad Um, But I truly believe that having faith is necessary, but I don't believe that people should use their faith to control people. 
yeah. or make them feel bad about themselves or tear them down. This is not the time for that, especially now, especially during quarantine. There's no time for that. Absolutely like, not. We, yeah, we need to build each other. We have we like I don't I don't support people that want to tear people down or manipulate them with their words. I just don't I just don't identify myself with that. Um when I have my own family, I want my kids to feel like they're supported. I want them to feel like they can come to me. I'm not going to be their best friend right away. That's when they become adults, but I'm going to be their confidant. I want them to come to me. Yeah. So, you know, that's like one of the things. Yeah, that you're going to like manifest into your life and into your kid's life and they're going to be better off for it because growing up in that environment, I can pinpoint out some things that weren't healthy for a child to experience. Yep. Yep. Uh, you know, and and I want to implement healthy habits into my future children's lives. And the other thing is, like, I'm also like you with, you know, my relationship with God has honestly been a roller coaster with Same. my life because I was going through changes in, like, my young teenage years. I was doing stuff that I wasn't supposed to be doing, you know? Mm-hmm. In my early 20s, I was like, okay, I need to find myself. And I was getting myself into really toxic relationships and toxic situations. And that made my faith kind of, like, go away. And yep. then, like, mm-hmm. after, you know, if anyone knows, if you ever been ever got out of a really toxic situation... You will Mm -hmm. understand that you feel like you have shed like all your skin and you just kind of have a renewal of Mm -hmm. like your life and ideas and your perspective is so different. But before we get into that, like I know that you, your boy, your current boyfriend now is actually uh, believes in God, right? Well, he believes (laughs) he believes in God, right? But in in a very expanded and deeper level than I've ever, ever been explained in my life. Like, I feel like from all the people that I've dated, he's like, he has like this more expanded knowledge about what and who and God is. Because it's more than just like, it's more than just God, you know what I mean? Like, it's more elevated than what we, we as human beings have like labeled he, like, it as spiritual too like he's like believes in all of that he he also doesn't believe in labels so it's one of those things where he doesn't believe in uh, like having a religion to back up whatever you believe in he doesn't believe that like he's he's someone that believes that we are self-sufficient and we are as people that we're you know we're beings that are strong enough to like go through life and it's interesting because I know that this is something that you probably want to talk about too, like having someone that believes differently from you. Essentially, me and him believe a little bit differently um, yeah. about religion, about God, about everything. Because it's like our relationship has evolved more and more because we've been talking about religion a lot more often this past few months, especially because I've been going through the struggle of I went through a moment of doubting God and me, I was telling him about it. And, like, we were going back and forth. And, like, I doubted God because I was mad about the fact that, like, we people I know were praying for people and people were still dying. Right? Yeah. Everyone was just kind of, like, 
really faithfully praying about a specific situation is then the, the person just passes anyway so i was over here like god like these people are praying to you faithfully and like you're not answering right mm. and like i realized in the process of it like this is the life that we are in we're living this life and life is going to play out as it's supposed to and i think the problem is, is that we think that if we pray things will just fall from the sky and that's just not how life works definitely not definitely and, not yeah and so me and him have discussed these things and so with him he's so open-minded and so am i so like it's kind of interesting because he doesn't necessarily believe in a specific anything he's someone that like loves to learn more and more about different aspects of life and he absorbs information like a sponge but yeah. he has never he's never labeled himself as a believer a christian someone who believes in god like he doesn't label himself as that and i know that all of the bat will cause conflict for anyone that is that's in um Religion. my parents church my parents like i already know this but the love that me and him have is very strong and it's not about religion religion doesn't found our relationship it's not the foundation of our relationship it's more than that um so yeah he's yeah he and i believe differently in a sense if we think about it that's good i mean i i just recently i would say got myself into a relationship with a really like incredible human being like he's so nice and kind which is like not really like the type of guys i've been with because they're open like assholes um but like he's like because he's dominican cuban he's like a catholic so we do believe in the same god but it's also nice to have i would say for me it's nicer to have someone who is a believer because it's like i in my experience in my last relationship my ex didn't believe like in anything and that did cause a lot of conflict and then because this person didn't have a sense or any relationship with god i felt like that's why he did me so fucking dirty you know got it and i think that's so this is the thing too um people's character is their character right and there's a lot of um beautiful people in this world that do not believe in god at all period yeah. right but at the same token there's people that their minds are open enough that they're willing to listen and i think that's the thing too me and him me and my boyfriend we can talk about religion without hurting each other's feelings or making each other feel like one is bad or someone is wrong or someone is like we don't we don't do that we really communicate so we can reach a, a moment of common ground an understanding and i think that that is important yeah that's also very mature a lot of people like don't that. have that they'll be fighting like what you mean you don't believe in god <laughs> like in your face you gotta go to hell and i'm like damn yeah, no. like i get scared i remember being like little and crying because i was scared i was gonna go to hell that's fucked up <laughs> yeah you know what yeah that is because a lot of times like i'm i, I don't want to love god in fear like you know that's yeah. not that's not that's not the goal the goal is to feel so i find god to be my safety net i find god to be my whole um being in the sense of like he covers me when i need him um i see god as someone that when i'm going through a tough time i can call on him and he's there i see god as someone that's always loyal and faithful no matter what now people that do not believe in him there's that's not 
that's not the problem because that's their path god is god is there i always say this god is always going to be there no matter where you choose yourself like whatever you put yourself in life i should say and like that is important that we don't judge people because the more you judge someone the more you're going to keep them away from god you're going to keep them away from actually seeing who god is because you're not showing them love i find to i find god to be love god is love so if i'm gonna love on you love on you natalie you and me we haven't even seen each other in forever but i still love you like i still, I still love you like, like but that's my point god is love and if god is the one who created us right and you know that's debatable in all ways a lot of people can debate that left and right but i always feel like if god is love that's that's my job like i gotta just love that's 100 percent. i'm just gonna love people love everyone i'm not gonna treat a gay person differently because of what they choose to love yeah. like that's not that's not right i don't care anyone could bash me on it i don't care like you need to love everybody and that the was choice. a big that was a big issue i remember one of our one of the girls in my um my age group um, she was a part of the community, but she hasn't been out yet. And mm. she was very pressured to mm-hmm. wear dresses and have her hair mm-hmm. a certain way. But mm-hmm. she was like a tomboy. She would wear Jordans and hoodies and, and, and fitteds. But, you know, like being pressured and especially because the, the gray hair lady was, you know, the grandmother. Um, and, you know, the whole thing don't make me look bad. Right. That was that was pressure. I remember her coming in looking like like a, like a princess one time, and she was not feeling that shit. I could tell. Like she did not look happy. Uh yeah. That that's what I'm saying. It's just it's nobody's right to control people, and blaming the devil on everything doesn't work. Like it's just not. It's just just. That's why I say I don't label myself. I just believe in God, and that's it. And like it's. And I believe there's an evil one out there, of course. But, like, I just don't believe that we should be dividing people based off of our belief systems. Have you ever lost, like, your your faith or your relationship in God? Or was there, like, a specific moment that mm-hmm. you went through? Yeah. So, when, like I was saying before, too, like, that whole moment of, like, watching people pray to God and him not answering them. I was kind of like, wait a minute, like, I, they, these people are faithful to you, like, why are you not answering them? Like, I just didn't understand it. Like, I was kind of confused. It was just kind of like, this makes no sense. And then I had to sit back and I realized, like, you know what, I'm doubting God, but I have the right to question everything that I see and what I, what I know, because I've been taught so many things, but like, a lot of it is not valid to me. Like, I feel like a lot of it is just kind of like, okay. You're telling me to have faith, but like, am I doing, are we doing this right? Like, are we living this life right? Like, assuming that like, if I pray, this person will magically just rise from the dead or what, it just didn't, I just started to realize like, okay, I have to understand that God has written the story. We are just going to take the course. Like, it's just, we're on the path. Like, we have to just take the path. And so it's important for us not to just look at God as a Santa Claus or um, the person that answers every little petition that we say, he will listen, but he won't answer our prayers just based off of what we ask for. 
Yeah, it's like not always like a guarantee on everything. He's the one who knows what we need and what we want and everything. Like he knows, right? Like he knows. So like instead of us assuming that like we're just gonna just talk to him and then things are just gonna happen, that's just not that's blind faith. That's not right. Yeah. We we need to work and act on our faith because it's like okay, so if someone is not feeling well, what do we do? We start getting medicine. We're gonna drink orange juice. We're gonna do our aspirin. And then we go like, all right, God, can you just make sure I feel better? <laughs> like, do your part. Mm-hmm. Like, the whole point is, is that we're supposed to meet God halfway. Like, we need to do our part. Yeah, I, I feel like I relate to that when I lost, I lose my, I lost my faith in like my relationship with God a few times. Like I would say when I was like 15, when I lost my grandfather. Right. Like it was, uh, that was like the first real death I really experienced. Mm-hmm you know um you know seeing my grandfather like like he literally died in front of me like he was an old man he died from old age and i was there to i i'm very grateful and happy i've had my experience and i was able to say goodbye to him and you know all of that but it was still very hard for me to process that because like that was my old man you know and like I'm, I'm the I'm like the you know the oldest cousin the oldest granddaughter and I was I had more time with him and everything so like seeing him go sucked you know and then um I would say also like you know a few years ago I didn't have my child you know and that also like it was a very confusing and hard time breaking you yeah I felt like the last two years no the last like 2017 and like i'm gonna say from like 2019 was by far the worst like years of my life like personally Mm -hmm. because like i was in a very like toxic relationship with someone who was hurting um more than i could ever imagine um i wanted a family with this person it almost happened and then it didn't i had to get surgery so i lost time i would have gotten my associates i would have been on my way getting my bachelor's um i lost a job i really liked lost my freedom it was horrible and let's like talk about that for a second so like even on my side like i feel like we we do this thing where we're like man like if i did this i would have been doing this like I dated someone for almost a span of 10 years and like I realized I felt like I was falling behind on things that I could have done. Like, oh, I could have had my car by now. I could have had my apartment by now. I probably would have finished school a little earlier. Like I felt so behind. But then I realized like the path is the path. You know what I mean? And like yeah. we go through these things and we go through these problems that feel like blocks and feels like we're pl- we're almost playing like a game of life and like it's okay though like that's the thing we have to understand that everything that we are going through has formed us to this very moment the reason why all of this is has happened is the reason why we're even on this podcast the only reason why we're talking about these things is because there's somebody out there that's kind of like I feel behind. I feel lost. I don't know who God is. I don't know why I feel so trapped. And yeah, I felt that way. I felt trapped. I felt so damn trapped. I felt like a failure. Yeah, you feel you feel so behind. You feel like so stupid. I remember before I left to India, 
dating someone for two years and literally made him my whole life and that was wrong because I didn't I didn't I will not once think about myself not once and that was a problem and I was already like about to deny going to India because I didn't want to mess up the relationship and that was a mistake you know like stupid I mean that's what I said I was like I was stupid that I was thinking about like really giving up this lifetime opportunity for somebody that didn't even care about me and living a double life and I'm so happy that the things that happened the way it happens is now I can say that like I expanded my mind so that I really recommend people to travel I understand we're in the middle of quarantine but go on road trips guys like go do something that to evolve and expand your mind and be able to see what the world is because this world is beautiful you might find the love of your life in another country you might find them somewhere or you just might love love on yourself you might find out that you love yourself more than you ever thought you know what I mean so it's important to love on yourself yeah but right now just travel to like your bathroom or something because yeah virus still going on but i'm gonna just i'm gonna just just say though i can't put like oh like you know during that time in my life i can't just like blame everything on god or like my anger with him or lost faith all the time but one time i'm gonna just say this i'm gonna just on record i was a dumb bitch okay i was just (laughs) dumb so like tell me how and this is for real and my friends can testify i was a dumb bitch like the second like the second time i took back my ex i was a dumb bitch (laughs) i was dumb so tell me how i was in the shower and then like me and my ex had like a really like crazy argument like i was like in love with this guy like i loved him more than myself ladies never love a guy more than yourself please value yourself learn to love yourself Mm -hmm. exactly don't value no like no boy i mean value them but not more than yourself but so he was he was (laughs) he was playing games with me and he was really breaking my heart and you know he he really fucked me over so i never trusted him and you know because he was always doing shady shit so one time I like pray to God because my ex was like, "Oh, I change, you know, I change. I'm not gonna do that. I I'll love be better, you. Baby. <laughs> we'll get married. Love my oh, you can suck my ass right now." But <laughs> um, so I pray to God. I'm like, God, please give me a sign if he's doing something. Oh, yeah, bendito sign. We go, we always playing for a damn sign. There's no sign. Understanding. <laughs> I'm Dominican. Hello. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm with the dramatics. The three act. Like, yeah, you know, you I know. know. I did the same thing. Lord, give me a sign that he's not good for me. Oh, Yo, girl, boy. you already know he's not good for you. Oh, boy. But did I get that sign? <laughs> and did I listen? No. No, mm-hmm. I remember watching the Braxtons, you know, Tony Braxton, when mm-hmm. one when uh, Tamar or I think it was Tamar that said it. And one of her sisters thought that the husband was cheating on her, right. and then they were like, "Well, if you go looking, and and you better be prepared to leave, because if you're gonna find something, you're not gonna do nothing, then he's gonna be okay with doing it more to you." And I was like, even though that's kind of fucked up logic, it made sense. It's, it's like it's be prepared to leave. Yeah, I think the thing is with relationships people need to spend time with themselves this is why i go back to what i'm saying about okay maybe we can't travel now but literally loving loving on yourself and taking moments to be with yourself while you're single is important because there's no way that you can have a healthy relationship until you realize the relationship you have with yourself 
And yes, preach. People, people can try to be. Yeah, girl, I'm a preach. Hold up. So <laughs> my talk thing your is, shit. That, <laughs> yes, I'm gonna talk my shit because this is like really something that matters to me because I have watched girls kind of go back and forth with someone, knowing full and well it's not good for them, and guys too. Guys will be with the wrong girl just because she's beautiful or maybe they have history. Girls too do the same thing. And the problem is, is that you're not valuing yourself. If the person's not adding to your life, peace out. Yeah. Like it's not about being selfish. Cause at the end of the day, what's the point if you, neither one of you can bring something to the table. You guys need to both be able to bring something to the table. Cause there's no, no reason to be together if you can't build together. Like exactly. if you can't build together, um, bye. Like, I'm sorry. It's not, it's not about, like people don't understand like even if you think about it even as for a, a lion or a lioness like they need to be together in order to be with their pack right they have they like have their lions and they all together and like they work hard but they had to build that whole place that whole place they hunt together everything they do everything together but they know how to separate when it's time the women yeah. will, the the lioness will go hunting while the man is like the the lion is protecting the the freaking area yeah the pasture the beautiful jungles and wild forests whatever you you get what i'm saying yeah like it, it's like it doesn't make sense to me why people don't understand you need to love yourself and build on yourself so that when it's time to be with the on and popping guy or the on and popping girl like you're just like oh yes Mm -hmm. let me tell oh. you I, I had this conversation with a girlfriend of mine and she kind of seemed to be getting herself into another situation that wasn't good for her and I was like spend time with yourself and she was trying to justify like her I don't her, like her being new... alone no, yeah kind of like that but I'm like Without if you it. can't love yourself who gonna love you yeah, you man. know if your food is trash who gonna, who gonna want to taste it you know listen like, that's the other thing too so uh, before covid like i would always take myself out right like i would just always take myself out before my boyfriend i would always take myself out so I, I will order a bottle of wine order a course three course meal be happy at the bar by myself enjoying my life and just thinking about things and i think that because i was able to learn what i like what i love to do finding places that i love to go to and be able to like kind of just really understand who I am. Like when it was time to really pick someone, I wasn't really picking. I would, life picked it for me, essentially. So at the end of the day, love on yourself, spend time with yourself, order a bottle of wine, order food, have a good time. And then who knows, you might find somebody on Facebook. <laughs> mm, that's how you met your boyfriend? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I met mine on the fabulous app of Tinder. <laughs> I'm saying, oh, that's a whole new world. It's a whole new world. Like, if you really are serious about dating, like, mm -hmm. and I won't say, oh, online dating is for serious pe people, but like, I feel like there's some people that are on there that are serious, like me and my boyfriend. That's amazing. So, I, I wish, I wish you nothing but the best. Like, you know, I hope you guys really like, really stick, th stick it through. I do too, crossing my fingers. Um, but honestly, I think we're on the right path. I think we've been so open. I don't even think. I know we've been so open and we've been very communicative and like 
there's like I feel like no secrets I mean I'm sure we have things we need to tell each other at some point but like I feel like we're very open at the right time that's good to be transparent Mm -hmm. it's healthy listen guys it's healthy to be transparent oh my god be open tell them what you want what you think everything even if you think it's scary it doesn't matter like yeah my i would say like the person that i'm with now is like he's like he checks off everything on my list and when i look back Mm -hmm. into my past relationship like the the really bad one is like what the like it was like it's like i did like a major upgrade you know and i feel like because i spent time with myself mm-hmm. you know for months and let myself be alone mm-hmm. let myself cry work on myself do activities that i wanted to do with my ex by myself or with my girlfriends like i really developed yep. stronger friendships mm-hmm. and i have so much appreciation for my friends i got to spend more time with my family i got to spoil myself so when you do mm-hmm. that you kind of set a standard within yourself exactly and not only that but i also became more spiritual in my relationship with god i would say it's more like i would say a relationship that i feel like i should have had when i was younger right you know i feel like it's your you get more in tune with your spirituality and once you get older exactly what you believe in what you love everything yeah i would suggest for everyone to watch michael todd's if you don't know who pastor michael todd is you are he is so he's a modern pastor but it's like for those who don't believe in god i would say watch it too because it's just a message about life and positivity but also if you are a single person listen to their relationship goals segment and listen to the singleness oh i watched that yeah that was very eye-opening is like kind of calling you have to call yourself out on your own shit and that's what i did i just stopped feeling sorry for myself i stopped Mm -hmm. letting that negativity get in my way and i stopped letting you know my ex hold me down mentally and emotionally like i could keep pointing the fingers at him why he fucked up and he did all this shit but at the end of the day like what what am i doing about it yeah what am i doing about it now like he's not in my life like you know it's been a it's been a hard you know you know a journey i would say emotionally and physically to get to being i was so insecure because when you get cheated on you kind of feel like you ugly (laughs) (laughs) right i feel like you look like a i'm already a dumb bitch but i'm an ugly dumb (laughs) man i'm an ugly dumb bitch too come on girl so i remember that i was i was going through this phase where i was just kind of like man because i'm i'm pretty petite like um i'm a petite young lady but you know a little curvy here and there but you know i would you got you got a booty <laughs> so sometimes i would just be like wow i'm not i guess i'm not that pretty like i guess like wow like i don't even hear it all the time anyway like i was like really hitting myself hard about how i would look but then i was like you know what, what don't you like about yourself i literally look at myself what do you like about yourself okay well you know i started like making sure like you know i wore what i wanted to wear what i like to do like go working out like whatever so i kept being active really helped me increase my um like working out yeah working out really helped because you're being active you're taking care of your body what i put into my body honestly i'm gonna be honest with you i eat whatever so 
God bless you with that nice metabolism. <laughs> I can't. I if, if I look at a bag of chips, I gain like five pounds. <laughs> I love to eat, so I, so I'm not about that diet life. I'm not about that vegan life. I'm not about. Well, I could be a vegetarian because I did it when I was in India, but like I still I just love food. So food, beverage, that's me. Like nobody. Yeah, no. Sorry, I can't be on a diet, but I can definitely eat better, which is what I try to do. I try not to eat crap. I like. I like fresh ingredients, all of that. But yes, my increase in my security of myself was really about like working out, taking care of myself, hanging out with myself, talking to people that really lifted me up. Um, yeah. But I am a motivator. So like, I can't have just regular people around me. Like Natalie, you ain't regular. So like, we always going to talk. So <laughs> You hear that guys? I ain't regular. No, you're not. <laughs> you're not a regular, regular girl. No. Aww. Yeah, but speaking about not only about like you know working out, but I've also done like activities. Like I've taken up painting. Oh, yes. I have a good car. I've done more of my makeup stuff, and then cooking. Cooking. Cooking is life, girl. Cooking and is especially life. like you know, um, I like you know deal with anxiety here and there, and I know it's very taboo for people of color to talk about mental health and you know how they process. Is it but taboo? screw you guys yeah it's <laughs> no it's not everyone should talk about mental health everyone should seek help if they feel ready and they feel right. like they need to if you know i'm all about supporting that but like you know at the time especially being in church you kind of feel like something is wrong with you and like you should right. stay quiet you not to go to a psychologist because you're not having faith yeah like it's just it, it looked ba- it always looked bad but um you know personally like you know i i you know i feel like let me try i guess like to me personally because just like what i go through i don't have like a really like mild anxiety like i feel Mm -hmm. like it can get to that at certain points but i've been able to control it the best i can so with activities and also the biggest thing that helped me listen guys when i let go of that toxic person in my life i slept for hours like 12 hours of sleep i was exhausted emotionally and you know how Uh, good it is to sleep in fucking peace to be able to lay in your bed and sleep good even if you like go to sleep at three o'clock in the morning you still feel rested because you're not dealing with that stress and that you know that that whatever it is that's causing mm -hmm. you pain so definitely like take activities do something for yourself because that can really boost up your confidence to see how talented you are because looks aren't everything and to see what you're really good at and something you're passionate about even if you might not be the listen i'm no picasso but like you know i just like to see pretty colors together (laughs) right and I, i think it's important like with the fact of just whatever you dislike about yourself you can work on it love yourself though because that's why like like you were saying doing activities just all those things involve being with yourself and like that's the best thing ever because once you know who you are you know exactly what you need yeah and what you deserve what you don't Mm -hmm. the other thing is that like you know that 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 lesson and all those activities and stuff didn't come like right at like right in the beginning absolutely not (laughs) i was doing some self-destructive kind of shit like you know, no, it was the started. summertime, hot girl mm. summer. You I was know. drinking a lot. Me too. My liver is probably still healing from that. Like, <laughs> like I was just because I was just in pain. 
I was in a lot of pain yeah. and mm -hmm. I was entertaining people that, you know, that shouldn't and never should have never deserved my time or being around me. I, so how did you, so like, this is something that happened to me. So when I, when I left to India, I was very free. Like I was dating Brazilian, Portuguese, Korean. I, <laughs> you went around was, the world, huh? A <laughs> little, little bit of everything, you know, spicy flavors, all that. But we like the flavors. Um, yeah, all the spicy flavors. And I was just kind of like, okay, well, I'm living my best life. And the way I looked at dating was very free. I was not very like, I was just like, well, I'm just going to have a good time. I think that also mm -hmm. helped me too to like realize, like, okay, this is like the way I've been looking at life was way too serious. I need to like relax. Like, I need to like have fun. I think that played a role so that after my breakup and going to india and then just having a good time but that didn't come right away like you said drinking having fun hot girl summer <laughs> like uh, uh -huh. yeah. <laughs> you know I, yeah i i still love you baby <laughs> yeah, yeah we're just that was before you and manny you're not here none of this shit. <laughs> no but before that because like you know there's always a saying like to get over someone you need to be under somebody else or like <laughs> you know like sometimes i would be like into like it was it felt like physical pain because i was so invested and it really was like if you're close to me you know my story you yeah. know how i was like really fucked over i'm not trying to be like oh well it was me and dwell on this shit no i really went through some fucking shit and it okay. broke me like i i never like been so devastated and i was just doing shit just just to be spiteful thinking i'm like mentally like emotionally getting back at him but mm -hmm. i was really hurting myself allowing all this extra shit that i didn't need right. and allowing people in my life that shouldn't have been in my life that close to me like it was like you know i was like whatever you know like but then later on i felt really fucking disgusted with myself for like entertaining people or like mm -hmm. drinking every weekend or drinking after work and i wouldn't get like totally drunk or blacked out guys like you know but i was just drink to feel like good so i wouldn't have to like cry over some fucking loser and yeah. it was just I was like right now I'll be like well everyone has to process hurt their way but I will say like if you're going through that right now or like hopefully you don't go through this in the future but if you do keep in mind self-destructing yourself is not a good thing and it's yeah. like your ex like doesn't give two fucking shits about you He's not even thinking about you while you're doing all this to get you know like right? yeah if like, your ex wasn't thinking about you being with you what makes you think he's gonna think about you not being with you <laughs> like he don't care unless like you're happy like my ex saw me happy he peeps even till this day he peeps my snapchat and whatever and and you know like some sometimes that feels good like yeah yeah look at me living my best life without you it does feel good and then you know when they come back it's like you you gotta you kind of have like that ego boost well, but you entertain them you're back in that cycle so that's why no. i believe i believe Karma. and if, of course i mean you can let your exes um watch your stories and stuff but i believe in the full disconnect because the full disconnect helps me feel like i've completely like let you go so my ex 
doesn't can't see my page and i feel like it's good because i feel like it keep, it makes them suffer even more like oh i wonder how she's doing good for you i don't even think about you anymore so i delete you i get you out of my life you're all out Everything's nah i'm out. petty nah i'm petty i know some people that. are petty i like some people tell me that they're like nah you should let her, him see how happy you are successful like, you are first of all thank you successful doing your own damn thing by yourself you've always been like that even when we were younger i remember listen joanne every sunday at church she will make herself a list of things she needs to complete for this week oh she my is, god you remember that I, yeah i'm so young yeah, yeah. she will make oh goals and lists and then she'll also do one financially she'll do one for her cooking she'll do one for school like like have you ever seen jane the virgin she's jane like she's so organized oh, wow, yeah. so educated like super like that so like everyone should kind of do that because it does bring you like you really have done amazing things for yourself so i feel like it's important to as a young person don't let nobody limit you. I think that was the thing too. I've never allowed myself to be limited. People have always pushed me to go this way and that way. And I would always go my way. And, and that's just how I've been. And when you are ambitious and diligent, disciplined, and still want to have a good old fucking time, like that's okay. Yeah. Like you can do both. Like you can do both. You can enjoy your life and still be disciplined. I think that I as a child was a very unique child because I was very much like a lister. I would make lists about everything. I would dream Super organized. Big. I had a, a what to do before 30 list that when I was 13. Like what? <laughs> who does that? <laughs> you. About that? Like who, who does that? Oh, but, but, but I would, I would have been, nah, I'm petty to my ex, like to this specific one. It's not, and I know it's like, oh, forgive and forget, be the bigger person. Nah, not with oh, him. I, I forgot. Like, no, I not with him. Absolutely <laughs> not. God, God knows. God knows. God knows why. <laughs> I like. I want to see. I want to make sure. Like, he sees my snap on my wedding day. Like you know. Like yeah, look at that <laughs> shit. Like you know. Like I'm I want him true. to. I like. Like you know. Like I, it's just like when he came back. It was like yeah. it was like I was on some Kanye West shit. Like I felt like, oh, like <laughs> no, look, I guess the grass ain't green on the other side, huh? Hmm. <laughs> and then he was like, yeah, 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 and I'm like, huh? And, nah, and I cut that off. She's like, no, nah, chill. Nah, you, you weren't that special. Like my my dad, I gotta say, my father, my mom too, but my dad. Like if anyone knows how my dad is, you know how my dad is. He's very is straight dope. up. You know my dad, man. So he's uh, he's crazy. So he he will say what's on his mind. If and if he don't fucking like you, he don't like you. So my dad has um, it's uh, it's one of those moments where I'm very grateful to have him in my life. And mm -hmm. he will tell me straight up. He was like, "Remember who the fuck you are," because he'd be like, "That guy ain't shit. He ain't shit." And I was like, "Okay." <laughs> Okay, I guess he's not. He's not. <laughs> Yo, your dad's crazy. <laughs> he's, still, he's still the same. He is still the same. Still crazy. He's so cool. 
Like, oh my god, he's always been so chill. He has always been so chill. Yeah, my best friend, man. I see. That's what I, this is. So, God willing, you know, like I want that in my 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 children's life. Like that's what I want. Like that cool, chill, like. But at the same time, you know, you gotta lay the, the law when you gotta lay the law. But like, yeah, my dad has a good like balance balance on that with us. I I really don't know like how he does it. Like, I guess because my dad is still a little hood, and like, <laughs> and he's young too. So like, I like he reminds me all the time. He's like, you know, I can knock your teeth out whatever I want, and I'm like, you know, before when I was younger, I'm like, oh shit, like good right <laughs> and now I'm, I'm more like do it i don't want to go to work <laughs> i don't want to be essential right. no more but, but how's your relationship with your dad because now that like i know he's still he's still you know with his he church died. and you don't you know with your belief being changed throughout the years how are you guys i mean i feel like he he knows this indirectly because i don't think he's really has asked me my stance or anything when it comes to my my belief system but eventually i feel like i will have to communicate it to him like how i feel but i don't think he'd be cool with it i mean my dad is more of my pastor than my dad per se because my dad's always been, been a pastor right and it's just i feel like when you're in a religious home there's a block of that emotional connection because of the fact that you have to stick to your belief system so there's no there's no real sensitivity there there's not like a there's not a complete sensitivity where you're like oh i wonder how my daughter's doing how she feels or whatever there's no verbal i should say i can't say how I, what what's going through his head but i personally think that most families that are religious there's some some barrier of emotion like that is not allowed for you to connect with your kid um, and it sucks and that's why I don't want to be like that because I want to have a bond with my kids and yeah. that's that's really the that's the real like honestly I wish I wish I could say that me and him were super close but I can't tell him everything that's the reality like and I think that's a lot for most kids especially PKs mm. we, we 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 pastors kids we don't we don't get, get that much we more so we're we're told what to believe, we're told what to do, and we are expected to abide by it. But that's it. Yeah, and that's hard. Yeah, and then we're and look at us now. We're we're in a, a time where it's twenty twenty with technology that's widely, widely advanced. And we we have different belief systems, a more modern generation, more open generation, there's more information, like there's so much yeah i remember like um like i okay so like i lost my virginity when i was a teenager and i remember like during that time they were like you know i always hated about church like when you know you've done something you shouldn't have been doing and then the next time you go to church they're talking about the stuff that you were doing that you should have been doing <laughs> like if, has anyone like experienced that have you experienced that yeah absolutely and That's i feel like it's always crazy because it's like, oh, is God talking to the pastor? Like, what's going on here? Who found out? Right, right. <laughs> As you, but at the same token, that that it's just all biblical. It's all in the Bible. Everything when it comes to like fornication, adultery, stealing, whatever. 
everything is in the Bible or just loving on people that's in the Bible. everything every little thing that you could think of is in the Bible but the issue is is like when you don't want to stop doing what you're doing <laughs> yeah I think that is that that's what happens I think a lot of young people um they go to church and then they get faced with this um message that like you know I'm sinning or I'm doing this, I'm doing that. And that's, this is why I say like, I don't want people to feel uncomfortable about being themselves. I want them to feel free to make the decision to stop and go as they please, essentially. Yeah. Because God has given us free will. And I think that a lot of it, in a lot of what's going on in this world is control. Like, yeah. Or like is- even, is, and sometimes the things that you can't control, you're still being like, Mm-hmm. You're, you're, and literally in church you're covered up but like if your boobs are huge or you have an ass you're automatically slut shamed and it's like I, know about that. like I hate that yeah or like if you're a wife you're supposed to dress a certain way you can't dress cute anymore and it's like literally mm-hmm. if you're a woman in church I feel I really personally feel like women have it a lot harder than men they do because the men are like complaining about she's trying to provoke me no, you're Shoot. just a horny fuck. Right. Thank you. Thank you. That's exactly. just what it is. I think it's ridiculous. I'm like, I, and I always come across as somebody that's like a feminist, but I don't really care. I feel like women should not have to abide by anybody's rules when it comes to how they dress, where they should work, what they should do. Or, or like any- anything with their bodies. I feel like it's your personal choice and no that's business. just what it is. Is That is none of my business. That's just what it is. Like, Whatever you want to do to yourself, for yourself, go yes. ahead. Go ahead, honey. As like, long as you're not hurting anybody yes. else or, or or causing more danger to yourself, then go ahead. Do what you want. Exactly. But it's like women, we've just been dealing with that oppression of like our femininity and like how we should look, how we should dress or how we should have casual sex or not. Like personally, like I just... You know, that whole thing, save yourself before marriage, to me, is not, like, a, a real thing. I don't want to give off the wrong impressions to my family, but listen, like, yeah, I chose to listen to this, so... And you guys know right. me, so I'm going to say what I want. But right. personally, yeah. I just feel oh, like it's that's totally okay. I feel like... I Okay, so before you buy a car, you test it out, right? Okay. <laughs> I know it's such a fucked up, like, analogy, but I guess it's my whole thing. Like, you want to test drive it before... If, leasing their financing you know mm-hmm. also the, the thing is i i think it's not even about testing it out right i feel like people have looked at sex in such a disgusting way when it's supposed to be a beautiful thing yeah. it's a form of connecting with someone and that bond that you've built that comes later like you know like sex comes later it always comes later and it's always better when you do it with someone that you really love. And then the thing is, to, yes, but the also the thing is, is that once people learn that sex is not the priority, because like a lot of people get married because of sex. Like now, that doesn't make sense to me. Where like you've been sleeping with someone, and then the church tells you, "Well, are y'all gonna get married? Like, what if here they don't want to get married? What if they don't want to be together like that?" Yeah, I've seen that. That's and this is the perspective of my side. Like, imagine you're you're not even a PK, but I am. So, like, if you 
if you're a pastor's kid, you've seen people been told like you need to get married because you've been having sex out of wedlock. Or well, you get pregnant too. Same. And like the thing is, I don't personally agree with that. I feel like people should just live their life and make the choice on their own because sex should not be something that is so controversial to the point that people gotta be all up in it. Like it's not it's not for everybody to be all up in it. Because, like, I feel that people just see sex as something that, like, oh, okay, well, I'm going to wait till marriage. But then they don't even know what they're expecting. Yeah, like, what if, like, like... What if it's bad? (laughs) (laughs) Fuck that. What if it's small? (laughs) Oh, God. What if it's small? (laughs) Ooh. You know, that that, that was bad. Like... (laughs) Like, like I remember when I was in India and there was this, this kid. I'm not gonna say his race because then people wouldn't think I'm being Persian. He was Asian. <laughs> I know that, we're, especially when we're going like, listen, I'm very like cautious about like what we talk about. We're not racist, just to put that out there. But you know? we are definitely aware. But, yeah. <laughs> We're both women of color, so don't come at me with that shit, especially with what's going on now in the world. We're for yeah. everybody. Just, we love everybody, good. but like we're just talking about dick size. So there we can discriminate. So pee like... size, yes. <laughs> I was like, oh wow. Okay. All right. So this is not this mm. I had to like how <laughs> like what you want me to do with that like personally like at my first boy the first guy my boyfriend that I, that I lost it to like he wasn't that you know I, I was like you know sometimes I feel like like my clip would be bigger than his dick but that was just that's just me cutting his ass not really but Whoa. or like uh my last ex like like it was very like very um the same thing over and over again like you know like if you eat the same meal all the time you're not gonna like really like it anymore so it's just like whack it was just what the fuck why was i in love with him can i need to talk to my friends they need to i need to go see a psychiatrist they need to do an mri i yell at my friends for being like letting me be stupid so if they ever let like the i remember when i was with the, the lana before india Mm-hmm. I was like, y'all let me be stupid. Like, you were supposed to be my friend. Yeah. I always tell y'all when y'all being stupid. You're supposed to tell me when I'm being stupid, okay? Oh, my God. Oh, can I sound crazy right now? So, like, yeah, go ahead. I'm going to sound mm-hmm. super crazy. So, I believe, like, I really want to get married and I really want to have babies and stuff. And I know, like, I'm only, you know, I'm going to be 25 and everything like that. But, yeah. like, that's what I really want. And I really, I feel in my gut. And maybe if I hear this in the future and if we don't work out, I'm going to feel fucking stupid. <laughs> but like I really feel in my heart that this person that I'm with is like for the long run like I, I've never mm-hmm. I've never felt this intense connection like it's not just like sexual it's just like wow like we really vibe I and know I, and okay, I told I him and I told him I looked and, and I told him on FaceTime and I looked at him because quarantine and I'm like yo <laughs> if we get married I'm gonna fucking jump you like for real and then like I have a friend. I had. I know someone who's been with his girlfriend for like seven, eight years, uh-huh. and then we were talking about that. Like that shit is like really odd, and especially like in the Hispanic community, that like, that shit. Like, you get married right away. And I told right. him, I was like, I'm not gonna be your girlfriend for seven years. I'll friend zone you. Like, 
Uh, yeah. I'm not doing that. I sound crazy, but I'm just saying. But hopefully, damn. Now I feel stupid because it's gonna be on record. I'm just saying. It's on record now, but it's cool. It's, it's cool. cool, Manny. Don't I mean, make me look fucking stupid. <laughs> all, all I know is, for the record, hopefully, me and him are for the long haul too. So, yo, your we'll wedding see. will be mad cute too. It's probably gonna be on the beach. Let's- you re- I know you already thought about it with him because I thought about it with mine. I'm like, oh my god, like it's a I think- thing. we can't help it. A- we it can't really is. No, like oh my god, like they get like, but it's all right. It's okay. Like yeah. I, I feel like it won't be too crazy because like he and I like we're, we vibe so well. So I'm not even really worried about us. Um, yeah, I try, I try. I'm trying to take it slow and not talk too much about how much I like this man, but you know. I know you be he, feeling him. That's your man's. Mm. He know. He know. He, he know. know. He know. My like, man knows too. And, and like, when he he's gonna be smiling because he knows damn well. Like he knows damn well. So. And he's a really great musician, guys. You should oh my definitely God. check him out. Like he's nasty with the guitar. Ugh. Like, like he's he makes like one of my favorite musicians look like a like a chump. Like a joke. Yeah, for <laughs> real. Super like, talented. Oh my, oh my god. god like, man. And that's not even what like that's the thing too. He his and I, I hope all girls think like this, but like if a man can t- like make your mind like melt. Like you're just like and that turns me on. Like that's amazing. Like a mind <laughs> orgasm, I guess. Like, oh my god. Just talk and then I'll be happy. Like you don't even have to do anything. Just sit there and talk. <laughs> Yeah, mine is the same thing, but I'm mostly the chatterbox. Like, I love talking. And what's really important for me, and this is what hit me, and ladies, like, take note of this, is when they ask you how you are feeling and how you are doing. I know. I'm like, where the fuck have you been? Did you eat? Like, it's like, yes, babe, I ate. Thank I you just wanted, asking. I just wanted to have, like, a tall, kind, hardworking man, boyfriend, whatever. Mm-hmm. I really feel like the universe has blessed me, because especially with, the, you know, like, my past and shit like that. Yeah. My boyfriend is, like, six seven man. He's a tree, and I cannot wait to climb on him. Like, not sexually, guys. I really want to climb on this guy. Right. Like right. a koala. Like, I don't yeah. want to walk anymore. That's not gonna happen for me. Like I'm just gonna like climb on him, and that's it. That, that's I what know. I'm planning after quarantine. I want my booby. Yeah. I never even call him that in person, but I, that's what I say to all my girls. Oh. That's so cute. No, I could be mom. with him for like two days, and then like I still miss him. Like, Aww. Like, my, I, I can't be too in love in my household because everybody want to be cutting my ass. You know, <laughs> like I can't. Hey, why are you smiling? What's yeah, like my mom likes laughing? to say that I look more prettier, or like I, I look more. Tú te ves más skinny. You look skinny. Wow, I'm like, ma, you need to stop. My mom is like, oh, when you have kids, you can have a bigger butt. <laughs> oh my god, my titties will not. Oh my god. My god, I'm gonna be know. kicking them with my kneecaps, man. Like I. I am terrified of pushing something out my hoo-ha. Sometimes it rips. I heard it rips and then like your butthole and your vagina hole becomes one hole and I'm not ready for that. Oh my god, ew. And it's like, 
I'm pretty small. Like I'm five two. Not. <laughs> I wish we can just shit them out. Like it should be like easier. <laughs> like me. <laughs> <laughs> but what would what would be your advice that you would give like to young girls or like or young PKs or just girls in general or young women? Young women, please just be yourself. I like just be you. Like fuck everybody's opinion like who cares like just be you i think that's the issue we have been trying to imitate whatever we have seen whatever we've been taught just be you and work on yourself work on your grass work on your dreams don't look at anybody else support each other lift each other up because that's the problem women we tend to tear each other up because we are always in a competitive nature we shouldn't be we should be working together building together and be extra extra lit like i literally feel like we can build so much if we work together it's a complete collective i guess my message would be especially what i learned don't put yourself as number two prioritize yourself prioritize what you want in your life don't ever Mm -hmm. put another man or another woman in front of you no. Um, don't ever do that to yourself and always like don't be unapologetic you know get your degree get your money like do whatever you need to do to be strong and independent and mm-hmm. do whatever the fuck you want because it's your yes. life and at the end of the day we're not guaranteed tomorrow just make sure you don't harm yourself or you don't harm anybody else and stay away from toxic people. I'm talking about friends, family, and relationships. And yep. from your own toxic habits. Call out your own shit. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's what I learned. I've, I've practiced that. Just call out your shit, yo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and don't ever think that you're ugly because your body may not be like a Kardashian or or what you think a model should look like your body is amazing no matter how thin thick whatever color however you have your hair have a texture you have your hair whether wherever you come from whatever language you speak you are fucking beautiful yes and that's all you need to know and you know keeping strong so yeah and even That's my even life. my young men too. Even my young men too who actually right. honestly some we ain't even not talking about the guys we feel oh. and I, I, I feel like we're just making the whole male racing like assholes, but like men, you are beautiful. Oh, yes. so my black men, you are strong, you and my Hispanic everybody. Every man Todos mis Latinos, mis negros, todos. Everybody. Perfect. Please. So like seriously i feel like we all just need to love on ourselves in order to find if that's what it is that people are looking for for love and looking for satisfaction in life is just to work on yourself everything will come definitely everything timing is literally everything so just wait on your time and if you're not really patient like me i know that's a struggle but i'm telling you like one day you're gonna wake up and you're gonna feel like wow like like I went through all of that to be at peace with who I am and where I am right now. So, but yeah. Mm. I uh, love talking to you, girl. We gotta do this too. again. We're gonna do a part two because we have other questions, and I know you had more questions with your girlfriends and your friends asked you. So we'll definitely do that another time. 
but oh yeah thank you so very much i love you i miss you i miss you after quarantine let's get drink on a rooftop somewhere and drink yeah a mimosa yes like we should chef it up with each other because you know how to cook i know how yes, to cook. i want that flung. i'm not playing i know after this Nobody quarantine is over moms. I... so if you know how to make it do you not see my video my flan <laughs> yes. video yo my flan Just is looking like nice guys check out my stuff at chunky chula dishes you know Listen, the id no they've been making this since i was a child this is amazing like that Let she's making know. it again I don't eat nobody else's flan but my own or hers. <laughs> like, you know, mine is, you know, bomb. Oh, man. Like, that's it. Like, we, that's it. We that's should just it. do something food-wise together. Fuck it. Yeah, we should. Oh, my God. Let's do a like live. A cook-off. Yeah. Let's do a live. We'll plan that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, we'll see. Because sometimes I get, like, you know, a little weird on camera because my boobs are big. So, like... I'm somebody gonna, told me I have anime titties. From. Somebody told me I got anime titties, so that's that. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. <laughs> that's some shit. That's a mess. Yeah, but you know, I hope you guys enjoy this podcast, and I hope you guys yes. enjoyed my JoJo. She will be back on. I love you guys. Besitos. Besito. Chao. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>